A word before we jump in, this podcast is uncensored and full of spoilers. Consider yourself warned. Amazing. Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. I am Nick, and I'm one of the pigeons that got loose in a Go Air flight. And I'm Julie, and I'm one of the penguins that got to go around the Chicago Aquarium. <laughs> this is Emma. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> she's here, and she's human, but she's joined by some flightless fancy birds. Oh my god, the penguins! <laughs> and the pigeons. And the pigeons. <laughs> Your penguins are better, and that's fine. So we are here to be your delightful and delusional escapism from the realities of the world. And today we're talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, obviously. Endlessly, yes. And we start got- talking about 30 Rock. Endlessly as well. That's one of the best shows ever. <laughs> of all time. And we hope you think the same way. Although you're not going to get much about what the show's about from our endless rambling and meandering. I'm pretty sure we had at least two or three plot points. Yeah, it just took us 20 minutes. We did have the table of justice. I would say an hour and a half. Well, that's why we thank Emma for the edit. (laughs) We thank you for joining us, and we... (laughs) We hope you enjoy this episode. Have you ever done an enema? Yeah. Was that a yes or a no? I think it was a no. That was a no. I've never done an enema. I just wonder if it takes like 15 minutes or like half an hour. Well, it can take... It takes how long it takes, (laughs) is what I've learned. Takes all All over the place. place. Takes how long it takes. Uh, (laughs) Shit. All over the place. Shit. All over the place. You just wait for there not to be shit all over the place, and then you're fine. Um... Fascinating. <laughs> I love a what story. wonder. I love a story that springboards us into other topics. I know. They're just like taper off into non-existence. So it's just like, mm, hey. Um, did you do any of your homework this week? Did you watch the RuPaul's Struggling? I did watch. Okay. First of all, Sasha Valor. Calm down. <laughs> um, I did watch. Uh, uh, speaking of what is a good episode, which is not what we're about to talk about, when Sasha Velour and Shea Coulee did, did that. that. Oh, oh my, God. my God, they were so good. <laughs> that was the best. It was like, <laughs> I love one. I love one. Who was it? It wasn't Nikki Doll. It was uh, Jackie Kennedy. Cox. Yeah. Jackie Cox. <laughs> Jackie Kennedy. Onassis? Sure. Yeah. Um, was like, yes, and. And they were both like, okay, so you, for everything, you just say yes, <laughs> and. and. Like, you don't say that. Um, first of all, I did not think she was that funny in this guy. This was a terrible episode. Let's start there. Start to finish. So Rough. <laughs> first of all, let's have you pick out these people you don't really know and put them in order. Because nothing makes people feel better than to, to line them up. I know. It's like, especially in the week that the RuPaul fracking news came out, I was like, I don't love where we're heading. RuPaul, in an interview with Terry Gross, was like, because she was like, so you're basically like a cowboy. And he's like, well, I'm a modern cowboy. I'll sell land to like mineral and oil companies. And it's more like land management. And one was like, okay, so like RuPaul's been fracking. I tried to listen like, to that interview. It was so boring. Yeah. I can only imagine. It's just like, all right, come on, RuPaul. Let's get environmentally disastrous. Look, who's back with a mouse? That was the funniest part of the whole show. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so they line him up. I'm still standing for Widow and for Heidi. I don't care what they call her. I don't either. And first of all, why are they making such a stand about her name? Heidi in Closet is not difficult to say. RuPaul was just like, you know, just like phonetically the way the mouth needs to move. So I was like, first of all, when did you become a speech pathologist? <laughs> Second of all, it's not difficult to say RuPaul. Have you guys ever listened to What's the Tea, the Michelle Visage and RuPaul podcast? 
Uh, no, you know I don't listen to podcasts. Okay, well, <laughs> I just inexplicably do one. It's amazing. They're both old. And so half of the podcast is, where was that club? Was it on 4th Street? No, it was on 6th Avenue between no, was it? And all they do is like, she explains how to say words to him and then they try and remember where places were. It's awful. Oh my when God. When they interview somebody, it's great. But they obviously love each other. He doesn't know the names of her children, but that's... <laughs> Oh anyway, my god. Highly recommend what's the tea. So it's basically RuPaul with Sharon Needles and that whole interaction when she was playing with Silver Saz, where she was like, What was it? Where was where was the Susan yes. Barge's party? No, it's yeah. so true. And they're like, You remember it was nineteen ninety? You're like, No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. Yeah. No one cares. No one and cares. she does know a lot about music though. She had Robin on this week, total snorefest, but anyway. Um back to the show, which was awful. So they lined <laughs> each other up. And then twist of all twists. I put you last, and now you're a team captain. What, what? It's just like, twist about twist, that was barely even like a slight shift. And I was so confused at that point. I'm like, how many teams are there? I was like, what's happening and why? Are there two teams? I walked away for a snack and came back and I was like, who's all captains? (laughs) Um, First of all, I love Heidi and Klausen more than anything. And if there's one person I want to survive this pandemic, it's her and no one else. So like, good luck. You guys are on your own. But she is the sweetest thing and needs to be protected. So cute. Oh my gosh. Now, let's just talk about how you set them up for failure. We want you to come up with the worst sketches we've ever seen. So how do you win at that? By not being funny or by being funny? Yeah. What a terrible idea. Oh, I think Ross won it all. Man, he did, he did not. He does not function well on his own. <laughs> it was quite terrible. Because, like, I feel like he was caught in the same thing where it was like, do I be funny or do I take this seriously? And he did neither. And I was just like... First of all, Charo is right there, and she is comedy gold. She doesn't have to say anything even coherent, and it is laugh-worthy. I just wanted to describe animals in Spanish. <laughs> um, what did she refer to as the state we spell M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I? Mi-P-I-S? Miss-a-Pipi. 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 Hilarious. And even Ross looked at her like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Is that a purpose? I can't tell. Yeah. It's a great thing about it. Because he's like, I've been preparing a lot to be this boring and morose, but like you did that on your own. How? Teach me. Teach me, Chelsea Handler. Um, it was wild. Um, did you ever watch the um, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23? I tried. Okay. I just Your love of terrible sitcoms continues. It's no, just like... I did like that one. <laughs> Ha-ha, we got Emma. <laughs> I was also on Chris Ritter, can't help it. Chris Ritter, I do adore as well. Um, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, anyway, she loves Charo, and we find that out in the tragic penultimate episode of the entire series. Only two seasons. Just like Better Off Ted. Gone too soon. Both on ABC. Fuck you, ABC. None of my ABCs. They stand for I Want Season 3. <laughs> All right, so let's say which is the worst. The fruit one with the broccoli, right? Then we have the Del Trio triplets with Gigi pretending she's dead. Then we have three people sharing one brain, which... They should all share one gun. And then, um, <laughs> Just line up the, the waste of bullets. Girl Scouts. The Squirrel Scouts, which I think was my favorite. The Squirrel Scout. I did like the sharing the brain one. Um, just be- <laughs> First of all, your eyebrows lifted off into the stratosphere. Um, those should come down in two to three weeks. Um, I, I do know it does feel like they're heavily editing out the parts of Sherry Pie because she, her win came out of nowhere. Well, and I did was listening to some other thing podcast and said, you know, this shows you really what an edit can do. Yeah. Because I would never have picked her to win. I would have picked Widow or Heidi. They were both yeah. actually made me laugh. Yeah. And Sherry did nothing. But what more could she have done? Because they were all three of them. They were all terrible. First of all, whoever usually makes those skits, those skits are never good. 
No. Um, and they're well prepared. And they did have lines to go on and themes to go on. So who's ever writing this is just phoning it the hell in. Um, but it was just terrible. It was terrible. And like, I don't know if that's meta and that's supposed to be the point, but this was one of the worst episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race I've ever seen. I know. And you guys hadn't watched it until after I'd watched you it. You prepared and you're like, us. We're going to watch it. I'm like, FYI, it's a real bad one. And the lip sync is yeah. also terrible. Yeah. So if you're waiting for that, don't. <laughs> I felt like Shania Twain during her episode where she's just like, I mean, my record producer told me I had to be here to sell an album, but like, why is this fat girl in a diaper? <laughs> I'm just confused and I honestly want to go home. I mean, I can't do pun humor, really. Which I think how do you watch, how do you survive in this show? It's 100% pun humor. That's what humor. I'm saying, that they were looking for, right? They yeah, yeah. more puns. Oh, I thought you meant like, you can't handle it. You oh, no, no, I'm like... saying it's not a specialty of mine. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But like... I want them to have it, and, and I feel bad. I, I, I don't know why I have any no compassion for Rockham. I can't stand her. She's been crying a lot. Too much vulnerability too early. I mean, I don't know what it is. Well, then as soon as... Was it Nikki Doll who was crying too? No. No, it was... Uh, She's French. She's... <laughs> she doesn't have emotion. Oh, uh, Crystal Matthews. Oh, my God. With a clown face on, with the world's largest painted smile. What? What? And how... We Hold on. None of that. Once we get there, whatever. Yeah. You can't paint that same face. Uh, Trixie painted the same face every time. Kimchi painted the same thing every day. What if this was her fucking kimchi signature? Kimchi totally different. Yes. <laughs> kimchi is a you master. You can't throw shade kimchi. I'm not throwing shade at kimchi. Do She's not. delicious. But... Set you on fire. It'll kill some germs. I mean, it's true though. They were like, hey, Derek Barry, change up your face. Yeah. You don't look like you're in drag. But they were like, Trixie... Mm. You're fine. I know. Man, I don't think Michelle Fischel has ever really liked it. And Crystal does look insane, and she doesn't really pull that off. I don't really know where she's at. Yeah. I don't know where she's at. She's doing some crystal meth in the back. Where my people at? Where, where my, my people, people at? at? <laughs> Shout out to Roxy Andrews. Um, she, she was, we talked about this last time, where she was like, I guess Aiden Zane might win, because none of us thought Jinx yes. would win, but here okay, she let's is. Let's just go to the runway. Aiden Zane wearing a oversized sweatshirt from Target that had seven buttons on it and button clips in her hair. Bye. Same wig. Terrible look. Bye. She looked like that girl who was on the German voice and then had a song for Eurovision that was equally terrible. What a great reference for everyone. For <laughs> I'm going to look up her name right now. Well, that's great. While you do that, I'm going to say that I think she looks like a busted Liza Minnelli impersonator yeah. who didn't couldn't afford any eyebrow eyelashes. You're crashed into like, a limited two. Just everything oh stuck my to God, her. yes. <laughs> and that she didn't even get called out for it. I know. She shouldn't have skated by. Though... I, during the skits, like, I felt for her, and maybe it's just because she was opposite Cherry Pie, and I just, like, can't like Cherry Pie. She was opposite Cherry Pie and, and Britta, Britta, who was, was like, she's like, you brought us down. I was like, okay, you, no one was good. <laughs> and her, her comebacks are honestly and embarrassing. You, it's basically like, you brought us down, downtown, and then she just flashes those chompers. First of all, <laughs> did everyone watch, um, Arthur? She looks like Francine Frensky. Straight up Francine Frensky. <laughs> I've not watched Arthur in quite a while. She looks like Francine Frensky's dad. Oh, okay. Just with better teeth. Have you ever seen Six Weeks, which is another Dudley Moore movie? Six Weeks? 28 weeks? No, this was back in the 80s. <laughs> I thought you meant Arthur, the movie with Dudley Moore. No, the cartoon. <laughs> no, every day when you're walking down the street, Arthur. This is where our age difference comes into play. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that dead on? Let's try it again. 
<laughs> no, she doesn't have that much hair. No, there are other pictures. Francine usually doesn't have that much hair. <laughs> she, oh, yeah, I love Francine. Yeah. Francine Fransky. I like Francine with dentures. 100%, yeah, with the flippers on. Um, also, eight hours later, her name is Jamie Lee Krewitz. Um, and oh, that one. <laughs> anyway, back to the runway. Take it to, to the, the runway. 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 <laughs> Bring it We're to the runway. We're in the room. Um, um, Jan. Just Jan. Kind of amazing, but kind of like a gingerbread man and like not in her brand. I, like she's a sporty girl, right? So no. like what? I don't... I, help me. She prepared hella hard for this and was like, I need rain. You you know she took all the notes that Miss Elvisage has ever Who? given. Michelle Michelle Versace. Michelle Versace. But yeah, Jan made a word cloud of everything that Michelle Visage said and all of the contradictions and how like she gives different advice for everything and was just like, these are the major things. This is what I need to do during the season. And just immediately was like, okay, I got to do versatility. I got to show different looks. I can't just rest on pretty. I got to be spooky. I got to be weird. You know that she was just like, these are the top 40 qualities for every queen that's ever won. Let me see which one are shared between them. Do strengths finder. Like she went into a bunker <laughs> for like four months, used everything that Fortune 500 companies have ever used to figure out how to master this. And I think that's what's happening because none of it feels like super genuine and authentic, but it's still very high quality. Oh, really high quality. It's like when something's done, it's like a very technically proficient singer that has no emotion. Yes. And it's just like, yes, no, this is excellent singing. But as Kelly Clarkson said to Selena Gomez recently, <laughs> the best singers in the world are the ones that move you. You're a shit singer when it comes to vocalists, but you move me. She didn't say that, no. But like... <laughs> I was like, wow. Uh, Kelly Clarkson went deep. No, Kelly Clarkson was super sweet and Selena Gomez like was getting all teary, but she was just like, you know, don't diminish your gift because you have a gift because you make people feel things. I feel things. It doesn't matter if you can't sing. You can't. That's fine. But you make me feel things. <laughs> Not direct quote. Not direct quote. No, the real thing is actually sweet. I just passed it to the Nick filter, which is bitchy. <laughs> Um, and how did they not read Widow for her twisted clown nightmare outfit? So she's obviously going to win. Uh, how, why are you saying that? I'm just thinking about the edit now. I feel like Sherry probably had the winner's edit all the way through. And she probably makes it far. And now they're scrambling to figure out who we're going to like reassign that edit to and just sort of like superimpose it onto. Except that they didn't know they were going to cut Sherry out and they don't even put Widow in the bottom with that outfit. She's great yeah. on in the skit. She's yeah. hilarious. When she had their, like, in their badges and yeah. she likes her and she's like, barbecue sauce. Like, that was funny. Um, I just feel like they may have critiqued her outfit, but they cut that out. I guess. I need that outfit to be red. I it was, need to be red. I yeah. need her to be red. It was, what uh, is the point? Jan put $10,000 into that outfit. Aiden, bargain based at four ninety nine. Am I right? Yeah. She's got a she got a different style though. <laughs> She's a crafty queen. I am rooting for her. She's like Chi Chi I think she is funny. I think she has her own spin on things. She is original, which is what we're looking for. She definitely has a point of view. Bargain basement. But she's funny. I'm rooting for her. But that outfit was... And no one's going to say, you can't wear the same makeup, but she can wear the same wig. But she initially brought two wigs. And somehow it was Dahlia Sin who went home early. And huh? she was... Oh my I read a twin brother huh? who's also really hot what? and he wants to steal my thing but like my thing is drag. That's my thing. That's not his thing. I say girl. He doesn't say girl because he doesn't talk like me. <laughs> I was just trying to bring sexy to broccoli. I felt like the character really needed sexy. <laughs> not broccoli. I was like 
Okay, sexy. That's the sexiest vegetable. Did you all watch What You Packing also with Michelle Visage? No. <laughs> Alright, so there's another show on VH1 right after yeah. called What You Packing where Michelle Visage interviews the uh, exiting queen. And Dolly basically blames the whole thing on the outfit and that the head was too heavy and she saw the boobs and everything and she just wanted to be the broccoli because it was so cool looking. Um, so nothing <laughs> is ever her fault. It's sure. a broccoli outfit. She had a couple good puns she just didn't carry them off well but that lip sync she may have been dead inside like literally it was horrific first of all it was the strut and squat and they just kept walking back and forth without knowing the words with yeah i was like first of all why was no zeroed in on a face that knew nothing nothing absolutely nothing for both of them neither of them that should have been a double agreed sashay away a hundred percent it had even less I guess. Which didn't do anything for me, and even though they're comparing it to Valentina's deconstructed outfit, that didn't do anything for me either. Valentina, in other words, where's she? Gone. Yes. But it was my favorite moment <laughs> of the episode when she came out and RuPaul said, look who's back with the mouse. That was my favorite part. I said, oh, like, look who's back with the, the mouse. mouse. <laughs> she said it like she hits it really hard. You're like, yes. Um, Olivia, I was, Olivia Munn was there. For, was she? I was like, for literally no reason. She was like the seat filler at the Oscars, just sort of like around. Um, yeah, that was the worst lip sync I think ever. It was terrible. Like you look at... At least Nikki Doll tried. She said her outfit didn't have any stretch to it, so she couldn't really do anything. Yeah. I feel like she at least tried to book or do something. Yeah. And then Dolly went back like she was going to go do something, and then she turned around like, nah, I'm not going to Which like, there's a way to make that funny. Like Monet Exchange wearing the exact same wig just in blonde did the thing where she was like, I'm going to do the splits, I'm going to do the lead up, and was like, no, no. One of the greatest lip sync moments of all time. One of my personal favorites. And she should never do it again. But it was so funny. No, but it was fantastic in that moment. But no, when you look at like double sachet aways, you look at um, Honey Mahogany and Vivian Panay. Uh, Honey Mahogany was just voted into some sort of governmental position as a trans, the first trans woman in California. Amazing. Hopefully she does better at that than she did in that lip sync. Caftans! <laughs> um, that was that was quite poor. Uh, but this felt worse than that. The worst. Yeah. This feels like the worst. Who was the other double sachet away? There was... Um, a, I can't believe you pulled the other one out. I My talent knows no bounds. <laughs> you know? Uh, I'm really just like feeling myself. Quarantine chic. Um... Who was the other one? There was that um, Layla. It was Dax the Lightning. Sh- Dax Lightning. Dax exclamation point. Thank you. And Layla. <laughs> Layla. Layla McQueen. Layla. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Wow. 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 That's really good. Well, next week, Leslie Jones is a judge, and you know she's not going to I cannot fucking herself. wait. Did you follow her live when of she course. discovered Drag Race and was just like, I am in for this? Everyone, go look at it. If you're looking for some joy oh, in this time, her live Twitter. Watch, there's got to be some listicle or article of her live figuring out. It's also drag race. on her. It's also on her page. And she also, someone made her watch Love is Blind this week. You loved it. I loved it. No, that was just a Liz Lemoning. Oh. It was just like. <laughs> You loved it. The thing that I'm like nervous about watching um, 30 Rock Over again is that people are going to realize how many of my references are just like straight Liz Lemonisms that people have forgotten. <laughs> like all of my jokes that I pass up as original are just quotes. Pretty much. I too. Well, the problem with only watching a couple episodes now is, of course, I'm like now three seasons in. I'd like go back and watch season one again, episode one, because I'm so. Yeah. You just get so lost. It's so yeah. good. I'm going to do the Julie thing. Should we wrap up? RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh my god, look at you growing in shape. Oh my god, I'm developing. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts? Who are, who are we picking as a winner right now? Who are you rooting for? Girl, I don't know. Girl. So, another great thing, 
I'm going to bring tennis into this because I always will. Venus Williams in 2017 on her way to the final, uh, the Australian Open, where she played against Sister Serena, who won the title, the last one she's won. Um, but we're, I mean, if the tennis season ever resumes, who knows? It feels like a truly global sport that's going to take some time getting back. The French Open recently snatched everyone's weaves. Um, by saying, we're going to reschedule till the week after the U.S. Open. And everyone's like, um, why am I finding this out on Twitter? I'm literally Venus Williams. Um, but Venus Williams, when asked, who's going to win that Australian Open? She was like, girl, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's one of my favorite quotes now ever. Girl, I don't know. Well, who are you rooting for? I think it's going to win. Heidi and Klaus that I do like um, so much. <laughs> Who do you think is going to win? Well, those are two different questions. Who do you want, want to win? Heidi in Closet because she seems like she could benefit the most from it. Yeah. With Cherry Pie out, it could be Widow or it could be Aiden, I think. Yeah. I think Jan wants it too much and that just doesn't work out well. I know from personal experience. You don't really <laughs> want anything. You're like, hell no, bitch. Um, so, yeah. I think those are our top four. Who do you think is going to cry the most throughout the season? If Rockham loses it one more time, it's time to go. And, you know... Oh, my God. Wait, can we reenact this, though? Hold on. Watch this. Okay. You know what? I would, I would kind of like to be the apple. You, I, what do you think about that? I like... Um, I, I would like... Oh, am I Jada? Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's like... Um, um, you know what? I'll pay for dinner. You say I'll pay for dinner. I'll pay for dinner. No, I got it. And then you say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, well, I, I was just being nice. Like, nice no, doesn't no. win, bitch. And that's what about exactly... Jada? Jada could win. I forgot about Jada. Jada Essence Hall could win. She's she cutthroat. She is the apple. Yeah. She's like, like more, more spirited than you would think yeah. such a pretty, pretty, pretty queen would be. Well, there's so many better buddies who are like, I should have stood my ground and not given it up. And Jada's like, I'm not going to be that hoe. I'm not going to be that bitch. She I'm going to take what I want. It. She said, if you listen to people at face value, she said, you can have it if you want it. She's like, great, I'll take it. That's what I'd like. I'm yeah. a leader. I'm doing it. Bye. Yeah. Well, and then Rockham reneges a little bit and is like, well, I actually don't think there's enough material with the orange. And Jada's kind of like, exactly. That's why you're the orange, not the apple. There are apples in this world and there are oranges. And you're an orange. Because aren't you glad you went home? Because you're a bachelor. Anyway, our other homework this week was to start. We're just gonna rewatch Thirty Rock. Yes. Are we gonna like recap it moment by moment? Are we just gonna talk highlights? What would you like to do? I would like a separate podcast of just Thirty Rock. Well, we'll work on that for the future. Okay. But for today, it's just half this one. <laughs> okay. I mean, who knows? We talked about RuPaul for like six hours, so. So. Let's set the stage. Thirty Rock debuted in two thousand six, and the big thing was. 30 Rock versus Studio 60 in the Sunset oh, Strip. terrible. Which is terrible. Aaron Sorkin, it's just like, you do some great work, but you do some real shit stuff as well. Cocaine, not cocaine. When he's on cocaine, Western So Project. good. When he's not, Sunset Strip. Sunset Strip. Plus, Matthew Perry was also, I think, newly sober and not doing well. Well, Matthew Perry had, he sort of had the Friends curse that really only applied to him, where every single like show he was a part of didn't make it past... A season because he was in a lot of shows and they lasted episodes or a single season, but nothing beyond that. So I did not watch Thirty Rock initially when it first started airing. Um, did you? Yes, one hundred percent. Amazing. 
Um, I remember, because my parents would watch 30 Rock and all the NBC shows, and I got into them much, much later. Um, by that I mean, like, season three is when I started watching on Hulu season two. Because that was, like, a short one. I think it was during the writer's strike or something. So it was only, like, a finite amount of episodes. But um, it was, I don't know how. Um, <laughs> but that's when I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking hilarious. And then I could just, like, go straight into the binge. Um um, but one of my favorite shows of all time, but did not watch it while it was airing in 2006. Yeah, I don't, I don't have as clear memories of all those things as you do. <laughs> <laughs> do I, honestly. While rewatching it several times this week, the opening scene with her in the hot dog cart is my life, and I've had that interaction in the last month. I am Tina Fey. When people are breaking the rules like that, I get yeah. very upset. They're making their own hot dog line. I mean, yeah. I'm immediately in. I get it. I'm her. Let's go. The amount of petty is just amazing. Because first of all, there are rules for a reason, and rule breakers should not be tolerated. Oh, and what a surprise. It was a, an a white, white man. man. But then I also love... decided to start his own hot dog line. I also love how they played her as sort of like the white savior trope. It's like, here, I'm going to give you all hot dogs because pure altruism. And everyone's like, what the fuck is she doing? Calm down, white lady. I'm going to throw this random hot dog in the trash. Yeah. Oh, and one, the African-American woman throws it at her. Yeah. She's like smiling like <laughs> the hot dog is flying. It's like, thanks for this weird reparation moment, <laughs> but you can calm down. Um, and then when she gives it to like the bellhop or whatever, the concierge service... <laughs> security guard <laughs> I really did not grow up wealthy at all and yet everything I say is just like so pretentious <laughs> you know one of like the workers I was like I work in a restaurant guys um she only handed it to the white one and not the black one so I was just like already right we're so aware ah woke but it is interesting watching it back um more than a decade later and seeing these things, just how society has progressed into being super hyper aware. These things like with uh, the overconfident, morbidly obese woman, Pam. I was just like, that would not fly now. Jesus. Not even close. Not even close. It was just like, no. Like, the Dove commercials happened. <laughs> Those pre and post Dove commercials. Well, and then later, as we know, in the season, a muffin top is all that. And then she oh, becomes green. A, I don't know that. I'm keeping it. What? The fat. <laughs> You have to do it for a reason. It was like, no, I have to do it because I want attention, Liz. With my investigation, I also think that I proved that Jenna Maroney is a mistake. Because it was supposed to be Rachel Dratch. Yes. And they said they wanted more of a sitcom actress than a sketch actor. But I don't think that's it. Yeah. She's a small troll-like looking person. And Jenna is at least... And she's she's talked about before, you know... I have an asymmetric face in an industry that only wants symmetric faces, which I felt like was a really unique and sort of concise way of putting it. But she, yeah, was in the original pilot, was that character. And then evidently they shifted from having like vignettes of the show, the girly Mm -hmm. show, TGS, that they were going to comprise most of the show. They were going to do it online and have those as shorts back when digital shorts for like a thing for a second and NBC.com had all these like behind the scenes. A whole new like, channel or platform called Quibi that's about to start where nothing's more than 10 minutes. So digital shorts are on their way back. Devin Banks got his witch. <laughs> I invented Banks. 10 second sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they switched and then poor Rachel Dratch just is, she was in like six episodes. <laughs> no, no, she's in a bunch she's of episodes. She just keeps being different characters. That's true. But like only through Yaniga, the first season. The cat lady, um, the blue people who are following yeah. Tracy. <laughs> Call Dr. Spinchemin. Oh, my least favorite character on the show. 
Whenever we're going to visit Mr. Dr. Spaceman, I'm out. I hate him. Um, hate. I do like the scene where it's very Amadeus and they're trying to revive Rip Torn <laughs> and he just somehow has this brown cape in the slow-mo moment. We'll get to it in like seven to four months. <laughs> seven to four. Come on, Miller High Life number two. Um, Alec Baldwin, <laughs> considered a bear, I think, at that point. Super hot, even before he met his new wife, who made him get off sugar and alcohol and made him super skinny and hot in a different way. I'm a bear, he... and I'm a daddy. <laughs> I'm a daddy bear. <laughs> That's such a good episode. You have to say it like he says it. I'm a bear, and I'm a daddy. I'm a daddy bear. <laughs> so good. What was it? It was like, not, it was, his name is James. Not Jim. Not Jimmy, James. <laughs> and what's the name of the blood color of the wall he wants? Elk tongue. Elk tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we've done like the first 30 seconds of this first episode of the pilot series. But I was, the reason I said six episodes for Rachel Dratch is I was reading an article where she was talking about how the order, when it was picked up, was reduced from her being a series regular to her being just six episodes. And she was just like, you know, there's not, I'm trying to, you know, I'm over it. But it was definitely sort of like, I'm not trying to make any enemies or show my true feelings, but this was a bummer. And it was a bummer, especially since you hate Jane Krakowski. I'm just saying, they don't have very much chemistry. The real Liz Lemon would not be friends with Jenna Maroney for all these. Maybe she would. Yeah. She does say Dennis Duffy forever. I don't know. They have a very strange friendship. Yeah. Well, I feel like. It's missing the heart. Like, yes. the Liz-Jack relationship is, like... All heart. heart. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's one of the things that pulls me through. And her and Pete. Yeah. And her and Tracy, even. You know, and th so... Then they find out they have this new boss. They go meet Jack Donaghy. He rips her apart. Rips her to shreds. And he's so cute. <laughs> They're so cute. And he's like, the knitting part! That was amazing! <laughs> Somebody get Pete in heaven, would you? I mean, I could watch it all day long. Yeah. And I'm gonna confess to you. I find Scott Addison attractive. I do not care that he's bald and whatever else. And has a giant head. He was also the guy in Big Hero 6. Did you see that? Yeah. <gasps> Put it on your list. It's a kid's movie. I was but like, which guy? He's a, animated. It's an animated. He's the, he's the robot. Voices. They have voices. He is the robot. Oh, is he really? He's Big Hero 6? <laughs> it's really good. We're going to do a Netflix party for that if it's on there. If not, Instagram Live. It will make you cry. He's so good. I support you. Kenneth Allen Postel. I love. Oh okay. I love that Tina Fey just hired all of her friends. Yes. And that's why the chemistry I feel like is so much so better with everyone else is because she's known them and had relationships with them. I'm not someone who needs heart in a TV show. Like really clear. Better off ten. See <laughs> exhibit A. Younger. See exhibit B. Um, younger has heart. Oh God. I am really, everybody thinks I'm 27. No one thinks you're 27. Everyone First of all, knows I was 26, and I'm wondering if you ever gave it a fair shot. <laughs> I did not. Um, rude. But her and Alec, so Alec Baldwin was sort of like her reach. Like, when you apply to a school that you're never going to get into, and somehow you're like, you got an acceptance letter from Dartmouth. Um, I feel like we read the same Wikipedia article. <laughs> <laughs> We prepared for this moment. Okay, I don't know that Nick and I deserve both the same round of applause because no. I always do my homework. But like, so. this is new for me. Also, do you just read the Wikipedia article or did you go into the sources and read all the sources? Because I did that as well. 
Oh, so far you haven't told me anything. I didn't know. Let's Shakira at each other anyway. It's like I'm gonna. I was lip singing along to her words like Dahlia Sin, aka I did not know the words. It's like a Garth and Cat sketch. So I'm guessing you already know that Alec Baldwin took the job because he was getting divorced at the time, and Warren Michaels agreed to give him a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday schedule so he could fly back to California every week to take care of his daughter. No, everything well, you say to me is a revelation, piggy. and I cherish every word. No, I did not know that actually, and. <laughs> Somehow I still interrupted it as if I did. <laughs> Why is he like this? Why is he like this? Someone please stop him now. You know who else I love? Jonathan. How can you not love Jonathan? <laughs> ah, what is his name? Jonathan. Molly Palchik. His name is Jonathan. His name is Jonathan, yeah. When he comes in with that nose, I was like, I feel seen. Me, him, and Jaden Essence <laughs> Fierce. Jada Essence Fierce all need to just start like a oh. nose gang. She's fierce. She can walk Annie's down any hall. Butterfield, who else are we missing? Who's on this list again? It's Lisa uh, Butterfield. The vampire. <laughs> oh, Robert Pattinson. With the exception of Robert Pattinson, I've not compared to someone myself to someone that is like conventionally attractive. Asa Butterfield is not conventionally attractive. We can discuss. But that. I mean, you like Scott Adsit, so like. Um, I also didn't think the oven was real, but it is. That's a real thing. <laughs> Tri-vection oven is a yeah. real thing. It's a real product. Someone who's been watching infomercials since he could talk and before. Um, like real infomercials? Like the old days where you were like, is this commercial still going? It's been 22 minutes. Yeah. I once... Yeah. No, I love 100%. infomercials. Yes. Ah, another layer. Distance. We may disagree over Better Off Ted, Younger, and nearly everything else that I watch, but we still have these moments. We have we? Gilmore Girls, 30 Rock, Parks and Rec. We've got lots. We've got more than we don't. We are more alike than we are unalike. We are more alike than we are unalike. Back with your infomercial talk. That was pretty much it. It did, I mean, it was dead on Oh, it just made you think of the Trivection Oven? Well, there's, there's something that uses three kinds of heat that I used to watch when I was younger, and I was like, I want that. And I used to, I would buy everything. I got the Magic Bullet. I got the GT Express 101. What's everything. That? It's uh, the Jacqueline Power Juicer was on his Christmas list for a long time. <laughs> Every time I see an infomercial, I'm like, 100%. This is gonna revolutionize my life. I'm gonna make juices. I'm gonna make like weird half moon style GT Express 101 pods of food. Essentially, all the different. Iterations of the George Foreman grill I always wanted a panini or whatever it was. Oh, it's shaped like triangles. That's totally different than a George Foreman grill. Look at that. And that one had stars and circles, Mary. Oh, my God. What can you make in it? Omelets, grilled cheeses, shaped like stars. Oh, my goodness. That's fantastic. Love it. I loved it. Oh, do you know what GLH is? GLH. It was it's a like spray GHB. Your, no, no, that's something else. For your bald spot, great looking hair. So it was spray paint for your hair. Oh my and God. Ron would turn around and spray his bald spot. You'd be like, that's amazing. <laughs> Pete could not have used it. But it's more like ginger minge. But anyway. Yeah. I uh, love infomercials. Did you see Aubrey Plaza in the episode of 30 Rock? She plays a page? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <sighs> I was excited. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was really excited. And she was still April. She was 100% April. That entire time. 100%. 100% April. Like literally, do I even say anything besides like literally 100% and first of all? I think you said nascent earlier or some other word that I once again cannot use. So when Jack goes around the table and he's interviewing everybody, he's like, he got 760 on his SATs. I'm like, that's not a good score. Why are you telling that? When he's introducing 
all the writers to somebody. He's like, this is two for you. Oh, to Tracy Jordan. He's like, this is two for you, two for one. He's like, he went to Harvard and he's a black guy. This is blah, 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 blah. He got a 760 on his SAT. You're like, that's not impressive. No. Maybe it's impressively low. Maybe. I think it's impressive. Well, because like the SAT that I took was out of 2400. Right. I was a 1600. It was like a 1600. I mean, that's on my score. I was not, but. I did like better on the ACT, but. Whatever. I still work in a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) So. My scores are also low, and I'm completely unemployed at the moment. <laughs> but we have this podcast. Oh my god, do we ever? <laughs> Harder than we ever have before. Buckle up, everyone. We're doing Thirty Rock Like in a very meandering way. So <laughs> I don't think anybody that listens to this expects us, us to be to like focused. Line no. of any kind. I no. hope not, because they're going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> I wonder if there's people like 10 episodes in was like, maybe this time <laughs> we'll get it together. <laughs> Like our family and friends who are just like <laughs> listening out of guilt and they're just like, ooh, I hope this is actually like Okay, your cogent. family is here and my family has said they is the number our number one fan and then also has no idea what we're saying because we talk too fast, but just enjoys our energy. So. Let's take a short rounds. four hour break. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to guess your weight. I love Jack For The interaction itself is perfect. And watching it sort of like retrospectively after seeing the entire series hundreds of times. By hundreds of times, I mean thousands. <laughs> you thought I was going to go back on the hyperbole, but I made it stronger. Humor. At some point, they end up in a strip club, <laughs> dark sensations. That's fantastic. Well, even that, too, I was like, even that was like a little dated, where it was just like, you know, we're not shaming sex work, first of all. Um, she was like, yes, we are. <laughs> Well, you're shaming just sex in general. No, but <laughs> you're in, just like stop. In the episode, she's like, "I'm not a sex worker," and she's like, "Neither am I." He's like, "Yes, she, she is." is. <laughs> I know. And he's like, "Well, he's got charisma," and she's like, "No, that's charisma over there." <laughs> and then the legs open. You're like, "Wow, that's really inappropriate, but very funny." Very funny and talented. She has charisma and talent. We just need uniqueness and nerve. <laughs> so we end the first episode. Oh my god! But the part where. Everyone's gone, and Jack has to deal with Jenna, and he's like, I think you should go out there and prove yourself to all those people, and she's like... What people? people? It was... Okay. Another obscure (laughs) reference, but America Ferreira just won an Emmy or a Golden Globe for Ugly Betty. She immediately walks off stage to Maria Menounos, who is not supposed to talk to America Ferreira, but America Ferreira is so polite and is waiting, and Maria Menounos is just like... My first question to this person who's a burgeoning star who just won an award for their scrappy little TV show... (laughs) What would you like to say to the people who didn't want you to be Ugly Betty? <laughs> and she's just like, well, I, I didn't know that there were any. Same energy, same mood. Don't tell a volatile creative that people don't like them. Culture. What was episode two? I can't even remember now and I watched it too. Did we even get through did episode one? Episode I, don't think I did. I finished. <laughs> I got to the end where Jenna is having a freak out. Yeah. And then Jack and Jack keeps saying the absolute wrong thing. To yeah. And it's Liz. And then Liz agrees to stay. Uh, Pete's coming back. Tracy Jordan. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Jordan's going to be there. No. Great. Let me. Okay. That's great. I just want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's saying you can't. <laughs> Can I just talk real quick? I never get the chance to speak. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just, like, want to go through the episode. Because um, we talked about the petty moment with the hot dogs. Yes. And then we got in with the trifection oven and Jack. 
and him fixing things that aren't broken, and then Liz getting hit with plaster, um, which is my current life at both work and home. <laughs> She's constantly covered in plaster with this falling off. Um, I guess I didn't have much to say, did I? <laughs> I just had this strong <laughs> impulse to speak. And that's why we put a microphone in front of you. <laughs> just see what happens. Uh, that's about it, I guess. Episode two. <laughs> Why don't you give us a brief recap since I'm blanking. Um, episode two. So they start with Tracy Jordan is coming in and they have this huge welcome thing for it. It's just Liz, forget it. Yeah, just like, I know, then poor Jenna. And then we're further (laughs) underscoring the fact that Jenna is the old blood, Trace is the new blood, women don't matter anymore. If you're a man, you get everything in the world. Let's name a whole TV show after you. It's cool. Um, I did love the line from last episode where she was just like, you know, I'm not missing men 18 to 49. <laughs> They're, They're just, just not, not there. And it's like, mood. Yeah. <laughs> so, fuck, Mary kill, Frank Rossitano, Kenneth Allen Parcell, and Jonathan. <laughs> ah! Okay. Um, so, I would kill Frank Rossitano. <gasps> I would fuck Jonathan. And I would marry Kenneth. Would you not? What would or yours? Phil. No, you're right. Frank was a poor choice on my... I should have put a third decent person in there. No, like Frank... Um, like Frank's I, well, disgusting. Everyone's going to kill Frank. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> going to kill so, Frank. He's like the Lutz of that. If you said Lutz, over. it would have been different. Because no. like Jonathan is cute. So if it's Lutz, Frank, and Twofer. Um, so... I'll still kill Lutz. No, no, I'll kill, I'll kill Frank. I'll kill Frank, unfortunately. Um... I'll I'll fuck Tufer, and I'll marry Lutz, and here's why. Lutz, but <laughs> I know controversial, hot take. I'll marry Lutz because Lutz will literally do anything. He bought a fucking car to keep up a ruse, so clearly has enough disposable income to do that. He'll do anything that I have, including wear his man bra out in public. That's right. We don't have to touch ever. I, we just have to get married. Where does he get the food from that everyone's mad about, like Subway? Yes, I always like, get Subway food. <laughs> Or like a gas station food, I forget that part. But yeah, what what would yours be? I definitely marry Tufer. Okay. And I guess I guess I'd have sex with Frank. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. Did yeah, Frank's dead. <laughs> Frank, he does just look like a basset hound. Ugh, and he looks like he smells, and he's sweaty and hairy, and I just can't do it. The hat. <laughs> At least Lutz tries, and Tufer is naturally fashionable and cute and intelligent. He's just annoying as fuck. Yes. But, you know. I have sex with him. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Done worse. Um, Alright, fuck, Mary kill. Scott adds it. A.K.A. Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6. And okay. Pete. I was like, what's his actual Pete name? Pete Rossitano. Pete, not Pete Rossitano. Pete. Hornberger! Hornberger! <laughs> I was like, yeah. Fuck, Mary kill. Pete Hornberger. A vending machine or a soy joy bar. Oh my god. Is that not a great episode? <laughs> so good. I just need four numbers. <laughs> Hi, this is Pete Hornberger. Beep. No! <laughs> Comic timing of that is amazing. Uh, fucking fantastic. It's a perfect show. Um, who else can fucking marry kill? I don't know. I'm just trying to say. It's, no, I liked it a lot. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm thinking of like guest stars. 
Oh, well, I'm going to give you one more that's not. Okay, amazing. Dot com, Grizz, and Tracy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll kill Grizz. It's very quick and feels like a hate crime, but... <laughs> They're all black. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'll kill Grizz. Um, it's just interesting to start. Just the way you said it, you're like, I'll kill Grizz. Take him out. So... Are you touching your face right now? <laughs> I am. My cooking, I read. So this said, is our last episode. <laughs> I read something that said you have to give yourself permission to touch something. So I'm like, I'll touch my pocket. I want to scratch my eye, but I'll touch my pocket. <laughs> Touching my pocket. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to shake it out. Shake it out. Shake it out. <laughs> shake it out. Shake it out. Shake it out. Shake it out. Whoa. Terror. I'm expensive. Okay, so you've already murdered a black man on this podcast. Now, can you make some love, sweet, sweet love to somebody? Okay, so I'm going to marry Tracy. Obviously, he's a cabillionaire. He's a cabillionaire. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I think I'm deciding between, like, .com is very smart and very well-read. And was Tracy... Morgan's manager in real life at one point. Was he really? And Grizz is his really good friend. That's amazing. That's cute. But Grizz, I feel like, would be more tender and sweet from the sexual side. Whereas .com may be too in his head and thinking it through too much and just, like, randomly recite poetry mid-thrust. And I'm not super into that. Like, I think sex should be fun and enjoyable and I like cracking jokes during, but I don't like reciting Shakespearean plays. And I feel like he would definitely be more likely to do so than Grizz. Are you happy with your choices? <laughs> As you do a little shimmy dance. And I'm just... like, I'm like, this is tricky. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll kill Grizz. I'll fuck dot com, and then I'll marry Tracy. I completely agree. Do you? I mean, I don't want Grizz to die as much as you do, but <laughs> it's kill Mary. It's fuck Mary kill. I I just always start with the kill. I'm like, let's get him out of the way. The killing will put a damper on everything else. So I don't want like I don't want to get married. I don't want to have sex, marry someone, and then have to kill someone. No, I want to kill them first, get out of the way, then have sex to, like, deal with it, and then marry and start the rest of my life. Move on. Dot org. Take me away. So I would like to suggest and see if you guys are open to watching Little Fires Everywhere that starts tomorrow. It's an adaptation of a novel. Reese Witherspoon stars in it, so it's going to at least be partially terrible. Yeah. So there was Big Little Lies and Little Fires Everywhere. It starts on Hulu tomorrow, March 18th. Um, and they're showing a couple a week. So, okay. let's see. Um, pacing for <laughs> there's three this week, one the next week, then one every week after that. So the first week you're just getting three. And if we don't like it, don't go any further than one. But um, I partially read the book, so partially oh. excited. Yeah. Celeste. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I never knew how to pronounce that. Is that I, how you pronounce it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying. Doing your best. You're doing, you're doing a good job. I have all the lights they cannot see and Little Fires Everywhere both at home and I've read part of each of them, so. Fun. Yeah, no. But really, just because Big Little Lies sounds like Little Fires Everywhere, I'm like, I'm sure it'll be fantastic. <laughs> so. It'll be engrossing. <laughs> we can at least start. So, with Drag Race and that, I think, unless you guys want to suggest anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the role Something I play here. Like, that's right. You are still like 0 for 4. Everything I've ever suggested has been kiboshed instantaneously. So 
I'm watching Chuck right now, but I know you'll hate that. I've seen Chuck. The first season was fine. Glowing, honestly, for you, towards me, glowing brace, like legitimately. We have so many shows that we like in common. It's true, and we need to cling to those. And that starts and ends with me not suggesting anymore. You may suggest away. I will watch two episodes of anything. Here's my tip of the week. So I, of course, am addicted to Instagram and Facebook for no apparent reason. Right now, it's not bringing me the joy that it normally does. So what I've decided to do instead, when I feel that need, is to go into my photos and start editing. Yeah. Because I have 9,800 and some odd phone, phone, uh, pictures on my phone. Damn. So I'm trying to feed that. Like, just like I'm not touching my face, I'm touching my pocket. Uh-huh. I'm trying to start editing my pictures. Mm-hmm. And then if I feel the need after that still to go look at something, fine. As Emma knows, most of my Instagram is filled with special needs pups. So one eye <laughs> dogs, three-legged dogs, lots of wheelchair dogs, one dog that has one eye and legs that don't work. Oh, if you're missing adventure. a... <laughs> we love you so much. If you're missing a limb, you're in. It's pretty much true. Uh, Pardon My French is the best um, Instagram site I follow. Beth is that Nikki Dolls? No, it's a three-legged dog named Bethany who's a <laughs> Frenchie name with Bethany. a wall-eye and a tongue that sticks out. And Bethany Frenchie and from the Real Pups of Housewives of whatever. <laughs> of Instagram. Uh, it's like I started Write so strong. Write that down. I'm not kidding. Write what? that down. The Real Pups of Instagram. That we will make happen with my dogs. Okay. Right. Bethany Frenchie. Bethany oh. Frenchie. My God. And I mostly only follow French Bulldogs. But occasionally Tucker Buds and the Golden Retriever. Because they look like little people because they have noses. Like little people noses. Like little people? Like little people noses. Like people noses only smaller. Like children. No. Like, like a dog has a snout. A Frenchie has a little nose. They have little faces that look human. Heard. Plus I love a Frenchie in real life. Like, Bam, bon shout out. What, what? <laughs> so anyway, that's my, my tip yeah. of the week. <laughs> And we're going to set up a Netflix party, at least one for this yes. week, yeah. where you can go on Google Chrome extension and get the Netflix party app launched, loaded into your thingamabob, and then we all start the same show at the same time we can group chat. There's got to be a way to <laughs> play games. Like, I fucking love games. Yeah, I Twitch. Lo- oh, no, no. I agree with you. No, no, no. Like, play, play board games. Yeah. I was totally going to bring that up, that we could play <laughs> just, like, together, yes. and it wouldn't be as fun for people to not see us, but... Yeah, we need to play. We need to play so many games. Catchphrase and yes. How do we do that? We Google Hangout or something. Can we play with other people? I don't know. I I love all games, and I think there's if there's a way to do virtual game, like I don't know, there has to be some website. If not, programmers get on it. Where everyone can just like join into a website and have like a Google's Hangout thing where you're all like video casting or talking and you play a game virtually because board games are amazing. All games are amazing. I want to play a game and not in the jigsaw way because fuck that. Don't ruin that phrase for me games saw let's play a game oh. i've never seen saw so i don't know if he's british <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just assuming he's probably british oh my god the... <laughs> god the biggest laughs i gave her to myself <laughs> takes all over the place is a project of team takes aka nick cotter julie sunderland and Anna Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter. And Frank! <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank! <laughs> we love you, Frank. <laughs>